welcome to Real FM Rewind. Here's some highlights from the week. It can be hard to motivate your 11-year-old kids to do much of anything, but a mom has gone viral for finding her daughter on Roblox, a very popular video game, finding her in the video game only to tell her to defrost the lasagna. She said she had been calling her daughter's phone for a while to get a hold of her to no avail. And no surprise, when she checked, her daughter was playing Roblox. Now, they had been playing this game for a while. Roblox is a game with tons of separate games inside. She had been playing the game with her daughter for more than a year, and their avatars on the platform were friends. So she was able to walk up and approach her daughter in the video game and say, hey, can you go ahead and defrost the lasagna? Her daughter was laughing so hard, ended up logging off the computer to go get it done. But hey, I think there's something to that meeting the kiddos where they're at. And I officially feel like a dinosaur now because I wouldn't know how to log into Roblox. So that's someone would need to help me. Hey, Zoe here with you on Real FM, and it turns out that maybe recipes do matter. I love to cook, I am always in the kitchen, it's one of my favorite things to do, but because I am so confident in the kitchen, my pride blinds me from time to time, and I feel like I don't need recipes. Ah, recipes are just guidelines. I can I can do this on my own, I can figure it out, I'll, I'll do it my way. Well, my way didn't exactly work out last night as I was making a special dinner for my husband's birthday. I know he likes steak and I don't really cook steak a lot, so you'd think I'd read a lot of recipes about cooking steak. What I did do was read a recipe about cooking steak and then say, no, I'm not gonna do that. (laughs) And to make a long story short, the house was filled with smoke. I had to open up windows. You could just, there was just this cloud in the apartment. And you know, the steak did turn out all right, but there were a lot of ups and downs along the way. And I was very humbled in realizing, oh, I guess recipes do kind of matter. Who would have thunk it, right? Anson, you know I have a cat. His name is Reverb. Mm -hmm. He's my fur baby. Right now, he's an only child and has been for quite a while. Yeah. I've often wondered if we ever had kids someday, what would that first meeting be like between him and the tiny human? Okay, yeah. I feel like it could be a little bit concerning. Okay. (laughs) Concerning. For for everyone involved. I was going to say, for the cat, for you, for the baby. For everyone. Right. Uh, And other parents are experiencing the same thing. One of those examples came up on TikTok recently. Fifi the cat was being introduced to her baby sister, who's sound asleep in a car seat. Fifi goes up, sniffs the sleeping baby in the car yeah. seat. It, it, it appears to be going well at first. Okay. She kind of looks at it curiously. <laughs> then she slowly backs away, All right. turns around, runs to the other room. <laughs> the parents follow her into the other room, and Fifi proceeds to begin talking up the hairball. Oh. <laughs> She had a very visceral, visceral reaction to her new sibling. Very strong. They said, oh, yeah, she kind of doesn't like to share attention very much. (laughs) So we think it was a stress response. (laughs) Like, I can imagine things going about that well with my cat if this ever happens. Valentine's Day isn't exactly tomorrow, but it is probably worth thinking about it right now, especially if you're someone like me who tends to go a little bit slowly when picking out gifts, which means the day before usually, but Valentine's Day coming up, Tyson is offering a savory alternative 
to the traditional sweet box of chocolates, heart-shaped chicken nuggets are back ahead of Valentine's Day. And you know what? I like this because not everyone likes chocolate and mostly everyone likes chicken nuggets. So this is kind of the safest middle of the road option. They would be extra if they included some sort of heart-shaped box to put them in after you cook them to really create that full experience that you would get from the box of chocolates. And then maybe one with um, random coconut in it that no one likes just to really seal it. Zoe here with you on Real FM, and who doesn't love a good life hack, right? But what if you were unintentionally doing a quote unquote life hack and you didn't even know it? Well, apparently that's what I was doing because instead of drinking my coffee first thing in the morning when I get up, I was waiting to have my coffee and when I actually felt tired in the mornings, you know, a couple hours later. So if I woke up at six, I'd have coffee at like eight, etc., etc. I didn't think it was anything terribly special. It was just working for me. Well, then a few weeks ago, my husband was very excited saying, Zoe, 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 I have found the coffee hack, the life hack. You're not going to believe it. And I'm like, what? And he tells me that there's this sciency reason, there's this whole brain chemistry explanation for waiting at least 90 minutes before having your first cup of coffee in the morning, how it's going to help you feel less tired throughout the day, you know, not have that caffeine drop or whatever, like all this sciency stuff. And I'm like, oh yeah, I already do that. And he's like, what? You, you already do this and you never told me about this life hack, this coffee hack? And like, I didn't realize that this was so life-changing. <laughs> I just drink coffee later. And to make a long story short, you can see where this is going. He started implementing into this life and he will tell you that wait for that first cup of coffee in the morning is the best tasting coffee having to wait so long. And he ha it does really help feel more energized and great throughout the day. So yeah, there's your little life hack for you. Do you have any unintentional life hacks? I want to have a regular recurring feature of my show called We Live in the Future because next month, a robot lawyer, which tells defendants what to say via Bluetooth, plans to fight two speeding tickets in court. And that marks the first time AI will be used in a courtroom. Uh, the company called Do Not Pay bills itself as the world's first robot lawyer. They said their mission is to level the playing field and make legal information uh, easily accessible to everyone. I don't know about you, but I could have used this when I was 17 years old, going up for my first uh, speeding ticket. That would have been very nice. But I think immediately if the judge saw a 17 year old dork walking up with an iPad and headphones, I don't think he would have responded very well anyway. Not that I did a stellar job of defending myself, but I was very sorry. And I mean, I was very extremely sorry. So, but hey, maybe that's it. Maybe a robot is what it takes to get through to some people by just saying, hey, look, you're guilty here. Just apologize. See what we can do. As most of us adults understand, there are some unfortunate side effects that come with getting older. <laughs> Yes. One of those things is that sleeping seems to be far more fraught with danger <laughs> than it ever was before. Go on. Have you noticed this? I mean, sometimes I go to bed at night, I wake up in the morning, and there's some new ache or pain somewhere uh, yes. that I did not have 
Oh, yeah. When I went to bed the night before. So true. And this morning, I noticed this. I, for a while now, the last couple of weeks, I've kind of had a sore left shoulder. Oh, no. It's like my upper back on my left side has kind of been sore. And I think it's because I'm a side sleeper. Yes. I've been sleeping on that oh, side. Yeah. Then I woke up this morning and like my lower right back. Oh, boy. Is kind of hurting. So now I've got like <laughs> two of the four quadrants, like <laughs> upper left and lower right. That's not good. I was uh, in my car this morning and uh, I had to sneeze. Uh-huh. And I sneezed, and all of a sudden I was like, ooh, that kind of hurt my back in, oh, in both no. spots right when I sneezed. <laughs> and I just realized, Kara, I am officially, I sneezed and it hurts years old. <laughs> That's how old I am now. Oh, boy. Hey, Zoe here with you on Real FM. And how many of us have been told repeatedly or see it online that it's so important to have community, that we need to be together, that face-to-face interactions are so important. Like we know, and we're told how important it is, but how often do we find ourselves in deep, meaningful communities? Like it's hard, it's hard having deep, meaningful communities in so many ways. And I have my own theories as to why it's so hard to have and build meaningful communities, but One thing that I found as I started my new semester at college, my spring semester, my last semester before I graduate, is I'm pleasantly surprised with the joy that I found within myself seeing familiar faces and realizing, yeah, this is a community. I don't 100% love this community, but this is a community and it is a deep and powerful community because I'm recognized I recognize them, there's this acknowledgement, and even that alone can mean something to someone. You know, just to be seen, just to be heard, can be a big thing for someone who feels so alone and isolated, right? So I don't know, I'm just feeling a lot of feelings this semester, maybe you are too. But on the bright side, I'm really happy that I am surrounded by good people and I know their faces and I know their names. That can be a really big thing, especially if you're a lonely person like me. So hoping that your semester, if you're in college, is starting off well. Thanks for listening to the Real FM Rewind. Make sure to check out all of our podcasts on the Real FM app or at real.fm. And don't forget, be kind and rewind. Rewind.